Hey there, it's Josh with the Voices of Social Change podcast. I'm getting ready here to load in part two of this week's interview for you. So if you didn't catch part one, I definitely recommend that you run back and grab that. But coming up, we're going to have part two, which is where we have our rapid fire questions, get you a lot of really valuable tools for your journey to social entrepreneurship. So tune in right now for part two of this week's interview and keep it real out in Social Change Nation. Hi, everyone, and we're back for part two of my interview with Alexandra Ostro of the Why Whisper Collective. They're an organization that's focused on helping cause-based ventures, social ventures, share their message through content, through social media, and a variety of other very organic marketing strategies. So I've really, really been enjoying this chat. If you didn't tune in for part one, go back and listen to that because Alexandra gave us a lot of great tools that we can start implementing right away to start sharing our stories and build building our movement around our social cause. And so really important interview, a lot of great tools, and I'm looking forward to quite a few more here as we move into this section um, where I'm going to run through the rapid fire questions and then I'll stay tuned because I'll give my thoughts solo here at the end of the show today. So uh, Alexander, welcome back here for part two. Thank you. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move into what I call the rapid fire round, where I'm just going to throw a couple quick questions at you and give you the chance to share some some resources that you've used on your on your journey to becoming a change agent. So let's get going with this. Uh, the first one that I'd like to ask you about is what is a social venture aside from Why Whisper that you think we ought to check out that's that's doing some really important work in this space? Um, so stand by us. It's S T A N D B U Y dot us. Um, it's a crowdfunding site for the cancer community. So if you think of a site like Kickstarter or Indiegogo, but all the fundraisers um, are to support people or their loved ones during cancer treatment, which is extremely expensive and disruptive to our lives. And I just I love that they're providing a way for us to help one another um, overcome the shame of asking for help, as opposed to viewing each of us as an island where you know our health costs are just ours. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And what about an online tool or maybe an offline tool that you're using right now that you think all social entrepreneurs should use? I mean, I'm an organization crazy person. So <laughs> I, um, I love Asana for task management. It keeps my head on straight. Um, I also use FreshBooks for invoicing, tri- time tracking, expenses, et cetera, all my finances. Got it. Okay. Well, that makes, I think, for about the fourth or fifth time I've heard someone recommend a sauna. So any time I hear something more than three, my rule is I got to check it out. So I'm already over <laughs> that. So I'm going to have to go check it out after this call because it sounds, uh, from what everyone's been telling me, it sounds awesome. So I'll check that one out. Fresh books I've heard about twice now. So we'll get the third time and then I'll go look at it. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it sounds, it sounds like something I need to check out. Definitely. I'm pretty disorganized on that side. So cool. Well, well, thanks for those tools. And, and what about one piece of advice you'd give to an aspiring change agent? Um, believe in yourself and follow your gut. Large scale change. It starts with each of us individuals. Um, and it can feel like you're not making headway or you you know, you're overwhelmed, but you need to know that you are and that the more of us that there are, the greater our ability to create impact. Perfect. What about your favorite fun escape? Um, at home, I play with my animals. So from my animal rescue days, I have two dogs and two cats. Uh, they're my life. If I go away, I run to the beach. It's my happy place. <laughs> Love it. Perfect stuff. How about a cause-based book that you think we should all read? A Path Appears. Uh, it's newer. It pre- presents so many different nonprofit and for-profit ways for creating impact um, in storytelling form. It's awesome. Perfect. A path appears. Great. A path appears, yes. A path appears. And Change Nation, if you're just tuning in for the first time, 
We always put all the answers to these questions in the show notes. So if you're driving, please don't feel like you have to write it down. Don't do that. That's dangerous. Um, but you can look it up in the show notes. It's on our on our webpage. It'll all be there. You can click right into a link to this this book and all the other tools that Alexander's recommending for us right here. So Alexander, last question. What's the first thing you think we can do right now to start changing the world? Find a, something you care about, anything you care about. Start educating yourself obsessively and start talking about it. Perfect. Well, before I say goodbye and close us out here, Alexandra, I want to just give you the last word. Uh, So share any last thoughts that you'd like to with us at Change Nation. But then lastly, make sure you you let us know the best way that we can reach out to you and get connected, especially if we're needing help around uh, the the content and, and social media space. So I don't have any last words, but I did read a quote this morning that was really inspiring to me, and I think that's a good ending note. Um, So the quote is, we all have two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. And the best way to reach me is my email, um, alexandra at whywhisper.co, or on Twitter, which is at Alexandra Astra. Perfect. And again, we will pop links to those in the show notes and we'll, we'll put links to the, the Why Whisper Collective website. I'd strongly recommend you check that out as well. Gives you a lot of good insight in terms of the different projects are involved with and that kind of thing. So really, really good look. Well, Alexander, on behalf of Change Nation, I just want to thank you for your generosity here with your time and your insight today. Like I said, you've given us a lot of great tools that we can go out. And, and that's what I really love most about our interview is that we can take these tools and just go out and start implementing them right away. And I think getting us thinking about how, you know, we don't necessarily have to take the leap and then build this huge machine. We can kind of, you know, find ways to build slowly and organically and sustainably. And I think that's, that's a huge piece of the message here today. And then just that piece about storytelling alone was, was worth it, worth the price of admission as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, thanks again for being here with us today. Um, we wish you well in all you do and change nation. I'll be back with you here after this short break. I'm going to go solo and just kind of unpack my takeaways from, from this conversation. So stay tuned. I'll be back with you in a minute. Um, but Alexander, take care and thanks again. Thank you. Hey, Change Nation. Josh here again. And like you heard me mention at the beginning of the podcast, just want to remind you for all of us, the listeners of the Voices of Social Change podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to check out what Audible's all about. This is something I personally very strongly recommend. It shaped a lot of who I am. I listen to Audible audiobooks regularly. If you want to be a leader, you've got to be a reader. And if you're listening to a podcast, you'll love audiobooks too, I'm sure. Remember, our book recommendation for today is Out of Poverty by Paul Pollock. Out of Poverty by Paul Pollock. He's a humble and inspiring man, and he's taught me a lot about what it means to be a change agent, and I know he can do the same for you. Hey, Change Nation, and welcome back. Josh here, just coming off that interview with Alexandra of Why Whisper. I think I called her Alexandria once, and I feel bad about that. So sorry, Alexandra, <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry for, for doing that. But that's uh, Alexandra Ostro of Why Whisper. So anyway, great chat, and I just wanted to come back on and talk to you a bit more. The only thing I really wanted to chat through is content marketing, and I'll probably talk a little bit about social media, but I want to talk about content marketing for us because I think it is 
is it is such a critical tool to have in our tool belt. I think there there are very few social ventures out there, very few social entrepreneurs out there who won't do well by themselves to learn as much as possible about content marketing and to leverage it as as a pretty big part of your marketing strategy. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. And the reason I think this is so important for us, and Alexandra mentioned it and 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 made it very clear, and I think stated it so well, is that our stories are really what makes us. And so being able to tell those stories in a way that will grab people's attention, hold their attention, and spur them, spark them into action is so critically important I really can't even verbalize it because that's really the lifeblood of your movement and how you build it. And if you can't find a way to do that, I think you're really going to struggle. And I'm saying that from my own personal experience. And this is why content marketing is so such a kind of soapbox issue, I guess, for me. As, I mean, as you can see at Social Change Nation, content marketing is what we do. The backbone of everything that we do is this podcast. It is where we build our audience. It's where we connect with you. It's, I mean, think about that. We Each week, we're able to spend an hour or so with you talking to you and helping provide value for your movement. At least I hope we're providing value. Let us know if we're not. If we're not, email me at josh at socialchangenation.com and tell me what we can do to do it because that's what we want to do. But either way, you're listening and and we're, we're bringing you in as part of this community there. But then we're able to use a lot of that content. I mean, this is I'm spending a lot of time with these founders. I'm getting to know them very well. I've developed some pretty solid friendships along the way. And so in in more ways than one, the podcast becomes the backbone. So I'll give you another example. I'm building something right now. I don't know what, what time of, of year this podcast is going to go live, but right now I'm building a mentoring program or kind of an accelerator for startup social ventures. And I'm, I'm the way that I was able to do that was I was able to bring in a team of founders that I had already interviewed, already built that relationship with. I'd interviewed them as part of my podcast. So you see how that one uh, hub or that one pool of content, the podcast, is becoming the backbone for everything that we do. It's getting people interested in our message, it's keeping them listening, and then it's getting them involved in in more deep ways. Uh, both the people we're interviewing and then the people that are listening are getting more and more involved with Social Change Nation as they kind of move along and, and get more value along the way. And I, I'm being very transparent about that because I think this is a process that you should most definitely follow. Like I said, there might be a few exceptions to that, but for the most part, I think all of you out there who are looking at starting up a social venture, you have to think about your content strategy. And the way that you need to do that, like Alexandra said, is you need to, first of all, understand who your audience is and where where they're going to be. Who is going to be naturally inclined to join your movement? You need to figure that out. And a good way to do that is, in traditional business, they talk about defining your avatar. Your avatar is just who is your ideal customer? Or in our case, who is your ideal movement member, which most of the times are also going to be your customer because a lot of us are selling products or services, right? So you have to figure out who that person is. I can tell you who it is for me, more or less. My ideal avatar is someone who is either just on the verge of or has just started a social venture. Their background is probably something either in the nonprofit space or they've been in the for-profit space for a long time. They've done a lot of volunteering. They've been involved with social causes in a lot of different ways. But either way, those experiences have all come together at this one point where I want to meet them, where they have felt an unbelievable pull and call to do something different to do something that works on profit and purpose, that makes a dollar and a difference. And they feel so pulled in that direction that it's it's almost painful. 
And that's when I want to meet them. And that's when I want to start pouring resources into their lives and pouring tools into their movement so that they don't have to make the same mistakes <laughs> that a lot of, of we entrepreneurs did. I want to help them. You're going to make mistakes either way. It's, it's part of the learning process. No one can, can wash away mistakes, but because you, you need that because you learn a lot from it. But I want to get them the best tools that will really set them up for success in the best possible way. It's not to say they won't make mistakes, but at least they don't have to make some of the mistakes that we all know are not, are going to be mistakes. You know, they don't have to do the things that we all know in social entrepreneurship are not going to work. Um, And so that's what I try to figure out through these interviews. And that's what I try to get in the hands of someone who's just starting out. So that's the kind of person that I want to reach. Um, This person also probably has a family and that's important to me because one of their biggest fears, my avatar, is taking care of their family. And they do have kind of the sinking feeling that if they do something that doesn't just function on profit, that functions on purpose and profit, that makes a dollar and a difference, that they're going to somehow sacrifice their family's security. And so that's a pain point for them. But I don't want that to be the reason that they don't pursue their life's work and their life's calling. Okay, and I don't believe it has to be that way, by the way. I don't believe that that has to be a decision like that. Um, I, I believe that, that, that you can do both and do both well. And so I want to show them that. I want to reach them where they're at that point of fear. And I want to help alleviate that fear for them. And it's not just me, by the way. I'm, I'm building a community here. So I want to get them connected with the people who can help them alleviate that fear. So that, in a nutshell, now there's a little more to it, but that in a nutshell sums up who, who my ideal community member is. That's what they look like. And so I think you have to do that too. You know, who is that person? And, and what are their needs, wants, fears, desires? You need to understand that very well. And then you need to figure out where they're going to be. Once you know who they are and where they're going to be, then you need to start talking to them. And the way that we talk, by and large, in social change is through stories. We tell stories. We talk about our why. We talk about our heart. We talk about who we serve and why we serve them. We show pictures of the people that have been helped by our work. We show pictures of people who have been brought into our movement and then helped others. We share those stories and we share them in ways that allow others to share them. So what does that look like practically? Well, like I said, it's a picture with a little story attached to it and you can tweet that out. You can have that on your blog. You can get it into the hands of people that are in your movement and ask them to share it because what you want to do is you want to create a conversation around what you stand for. And I can't emphasize enough that you have to be genuine and authentic in this this story has to be genuinely and authentically you but as long as that's the case then i say (laughs) just share the fire out of it um i mean i never hesitate never hesitate to share my story to talk to people who are very close to me about what i'm doing and to just ask them to get involved i think you'll be amazed at how much easier it will be to ask people to help you to ask people to buy from you when you are absolutely genuine and authentic in your cause and your heart is in the right place and you fundamentally foundationally believe in what you're doing when you have that (laughs) i mean you, you can do anything and so i think those are all the key things you have to have in place so let's say you have that in place you know who your target person is you know what your story is what your why is and now you're spreading the word that's how you're lighting the fire of a movement and i for me one of the things that worked best was well once i knew all of those things and like i mentioned on the interview here today with alexandra i got overwhelmed with all these social media platforms that people kept saying i needed to get involved in well then if you're overwhelmed by that i was don't worry just focus on one 
for starters, and do really well with that. We focused on Twitter, and we built up a really good following in Twitter, but more importantly, we made a lot of really important and great connections on Twitter, and that's what you'll start doing when you really focus in on that, and and it, it reminds me of what my old boss used to always talk about, this idea of focused intensity. If you can put focused intensity on one thing, if you can focus your energy, I mean, think about a laser beam, right? It's, it's, it's light is all it is. So when you when you shoot a laser beam, it's just it's focused light, which is why it's able to, if you have a powerful laser, do some damage, cut metal, that kind of thing, because the light is focused. It can make a big difference. But the light in your room that you're probably looking at right now, you turned it on, right? It didn't, I mean, the light didn't hurt you. It didn't burn metal. That's because it's not focused. That's because that light is spread around. So using that same analogy, if we focus our energy on one thing, on just one thing, we can really, really rock it. As opposed to if we spread our energy over five or six social media platforms, I think it can be a real challenge to really do well at any one of those. So that's the question you've got to ask yourself. And I mentioned that on the call too, you know, in terms of the causes we involve ourselves with. If you try to be all things to all people, eventually you're going to be no things to no people. The same applies for our social media strategy. If you try to be all things, all those social media platforms, at least at first, you're going to be no things to none of them. So just pick one, focus on it, nail the fire out of it, and move forward and build a community there and start building the connections you need. And, and again, I'm saying that from my own personal experience. So that would be my advice there in, in terms of, of content marketing. And I'm just wanting to kind of zero in on, on how you get started with content marketing. And so from there, then I think, you know, once you have kind of built up that, that audience and you found a little social media platform, and you've gotten some conversations going, then you can think about getting a little more advanced with it. Maybe a blog is something you need. Maybe a podcast is something you need. And maybe even video content. Video content is great, by the way. It, it can be a little advanced. I wouldn't honestly recommend starting with video content unless you have some just ready-made connections for that. It's, it's just something I'm just now branching into and it's been a bit of a challenge for me. But then again, I'm technologically challenged as a general rule. So, you know, you make your own decisions there. But these are all things that I think you do want to be involved in at some level eventually in terms of your content marketing strategy. The other piece, and this is the last piece I'll leave you with in terms of, of, of a content marketing. Basically, the whole way I view content marketing is just try to limit overwhelm because there's so much content marketing anytime you're talking about spreading a story online. There's so much noise out there. And so I think your, your key mission is to find out where are you going to place that focused intensity and where are you just going to nail the fire out of spreading your story? Where's the, where's the one or two places you're going to just do that and rock it? And that's kind of my whole modus operandi with uh, content marketing is just, you know, simplicity is king and try to find that focused intensity. The other thing, and this is, the, like I said, the thing I'll leave you with that is is critical with content marketing. If you start going off and, and doing blogging and that kind of thing, honestly, if you just put a blog on your website, it's probably not going to get a whole lot of notice right away unless you already have a movement that you're bringing into this new one it's probably not going to get a whole lot of notice but here's what you can do to really build that up and this is something i did and it has given us exponential (laughs) results i took and and personally for me um before a month starts like now the we're coming up on the last weekend in march that whole weekend i'm going to devote to getting all my content written up and in place, I publish a new blog post every Friday. So I'm going to get that all set on my website. For the rest of the month of April, my whole goal is to find different ways to repurpose, 
repackage and reshare that content in a lot of different forums. So I have different places that I guest blog on. I've guest blogged on Catchafire before. I've guest blogged on Nonprofit Hub before. Well, usually a lot of times they'll have rules where you, they don't want you just copying the exact thing over, and that's fine. I understand that. But a lot of times, you know, they'll be okay with about 50% of it, uh, only 50% being original and then the other 50% being repurposed from somewhere else. So I'll take the existing hub of content I have and I'll repurpose it in a lot of different ways because if you make something live on your website, there are still billions of people that could potentially see it, but they won't be able to see it if you don't get it plugged into those other communities. So I think you, you, you really need to do that. And that's the quickest way to build some buzz and to build some movement around the stories that you're telling. And like I said, just always try to make sure though, when you're sharing those stories, that they are shareable. So like when I go on Nonprofit Hub, someone can easily click that and share it with someone else if they want to. And the last thing is those places will almost always allow you to at least have a little bio at the bottom with a link back to your website. You do want that because ultimately you're wanting people coming back to you. But at the end of the day, you do want to be very selfless in terms of how you're sharing that information. Try to do it with an eye towards what that. So, you know, when I go and share a post with Catch a Fire or Nonprofit Hub, it's not really about a me angle. It's about, you know, what are their, what is their audience going to want to hear? And then I look at what I have and try to find out the best fit for that, because that's my most natural area. That's where I can, you know, share the most value with their audience, but I want to do it in a way that their audience wants. And that's really my, my heart in it. And then the natural byproduct of that is people come back your way. People get to know you and that kind of thing. And that is, that's, I think the most important thing in terms of content. So to sum up, when you're getting started in content marketing, you need to know who your target customer, movement member, whatever. You need to know exactly who they are. Get intimately acquainted with them. You need to figure out where they are. And then you need to just start nailing the fire out of that one or two areas where you can put some focused intensity on getting connected with that target member of your audience. And then once you've done that, I say build up a hub of content. Just do it one time a month. Spend about 20% of your time overall on building that content and 80% of the time spreading the word about it, finding different ways to connect it with different communities and finding different uh, people to get on board who will continue sharing your content. Uh, again, I think that that 2080 is huge. Don't spend more than 20% of your time developing the content. Spend the 80% of your time spreading the word about it. That was a mistake I made early on. And when I first started, I spent about 80% of my time developing the content and only 20%, if that, spreading the word about it. Um, that's a huge mistake, I think. And it's something that will really set you back in the early days. It did me. So food for thought. Okay. Hope that has been helpful for you. And uh, if you have any questions on that, do email me. This is something I really enjoy. And it's, it's something <laughs> I've taken a lot of crash courses in content marketing at Social Change Nation. And I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means, but I can tell you about the scars I've, I've gotten along the way <laughs> and hopefully help you, uh, help you learn a little bit from that. So it, any questions at all, don't hesitate. Email me as always at josh at socialchangenation.com. I'd love to chat through that with you. My inbox can get a little little packed sometimes, so I might be a little delayed in getting back to you, but I will get back to you and uh, would love to talk to you about that because I think this is so critical and I, I want us all to have a, a foundational understanding of content marketing and social media and that kind of thing because I think it's so critical for us building our movements anymore today. So, all righty, we'll take care of yourselves out there in Change Nation and we will catch you again for another episode here at the Voices of Social Change podcast next week. Take care.